You're listening to Wasani Podcast. Wasani Podcast. We will be having explicit adult content as well as spoilers. Me 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 me. I love doing that. You've been warned. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Causes of death are many and varied: old age, illness, suicide. But out of that long, morbid list, there's one end that people fear above all others. Wasani Wednesdays! Welcome to Wasani Podcast, everybody. Wasani Podcast! Alright, we're diving right into it. Today we're talking about Perfect Blue. It came out in 1990? Yeah, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Because the other one came out in 2006. So yeah, this one came out in the 90s. Um, Real quick summary. It's about this girl named Mima. She's a part of a singing group called Chim. And she decides she doesn't want to be a singer anymore. She wants to be an actor. So she, you know, breaks out of the pop idol role. Um, She gets like a small beginner role that has like maybe one line. But she wants more, so they press for her to get more. She ends up doing this rape scene that gets her some press. Then she ends up doing a new photography shoot. She gets a better deal, a movie deal. Like she has multiple lines. Um, she finishes her script. She kind of starts getting torn between reality and fiction. Like she can't really tell what's real anymore. Somebody starts stalking her, somebody's impersonating her. And in the end, we see two girls, one in the same asylum, and one saying she's the real Mima. So, let's talk about it. Confused, I Chloe? I didn't understand it, so. What you confused about, Chloe? I mean, I just, I don't know. I just kind of felt like it just didn't make sense. Like, you got this girl waking up, back in her room, back to stuff that happened. It was just, just like, okay, then she got her imaginary self running around and it turns out to be her manager I don't know it's just weird. I think her manager maybe had multiple personality disorder or something and um, she was dealing with the mental illness and I, I don't want to say we were seeing it through her viewpoint but you can kind of say that we were too because she also possessed a super fan she had the manager, um, not possessed, but the manager also made the super fan go crazy and was basically, he loved, um, Mima. yeah, he loved Mima so much that he ended up going just as crazy and shows up about to kill her, but she had to let him know, like, you're not about to slide on me, <laughs> Right. So I feel like what happened was the person we saw who we thought was Mima I feel like she was actually the lookalike. She yeah. wasn't. She actually wasn't the real Mima. She herself was the imposter, like trying to do everything. And the real Mima was out there because what I'm glad we went back and watched it because when I watched it the second time, when she was supposed to be doing the new photo shoot, the real Mima, and then you know on the Mima's room blog they were like, oh, I'm gonna go to the concert tonight. I'm not doing that photo shoot. And when I went back and watched it, when she, they were when Cham was singing on stage. Yeah, Mima actually did show up on stage. Like the the other two act, the other two singers. I don't know their name, but you saw them go like, "Wait, Mima's here! Wait, what's happening?" Like yeah. And so on first watch, I thought it was you know the fake Mima like just dreaming it, but on rewatch, I'm like, okay. So we were seeing the whole story the whole time through the imposter's eyes. That's yeah. what I think. 
Yeah, but the imposter is the manager. Unless there's three. The imposter, Mima, and then the manager. Yeah, I think the imposter, her persona was Rumi. Because at the end, when she was in the insane asylum, the doctor said, oh, she switched back to her Rumi persona. Yeah. Meaning, like you said, she just had multiple personalities. I think she was seeing stuff that wasn't really there. Like, Rumi wasn't really there. She was envisioning her because she was that crazy. Like, she thought she was multiple people at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We were seeing it through her eyes. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah that's what I thought. There was somebody at the end that got in the car and said, I am real. This is confusing. Like, that I, was the real Mima. So, the real she the whole time. She was doing, she was actually being a pop idol. Like, she was, the real Mima was actually, she never left her group. She was actually still singing, still going on tour and doing stuff. Meanwhile, Mima 2.0, aka the imposter, was out here. That was the one yeah. who was doing the rape scene and that was the one who was taking pictures and trying so to say. Why was she getting so crazy and depressed when she's impersonating? Because I don't think she knew what was going on herself. I feel like, like she said, we were. If you think about it, us viewing it from the imposter's eyes, everything that was happening around her wasn't real. Basically, the rape scene. I don't want to say it wasn't real, but she was. Imagine, I, yeah. yeah. I think it was though, like, cause when it, it, it's the whole movie is a mind fuck. Let's just go yeah. ahead and throw it out there. It really is because when she in the movie, Mima two was an actor in a movie, and in that movie. She was pretending to be a psychiatric patient, and they said, the doctors in that movie, inside the movie, said, you know, she was raped in a strip club, and the only way she could cope with it was by repressing it, and she started her story from there. And then I was like, oh, okay, so that's why the fake Mima had that rape scene. I don't feel like that was a real thing. I feel like it was just her remembering something from the past and she was trying to make up a story in her head like yeah oh i didn't actually get raped like it was just a movie scene. yeah so it's like it's I'm, this type of movie you guys gotta watch multiple times because yeah. then you really start seeing like okay it's, it's just so many twists and turns like it it's definitely interesting yeah it was interesting i can definitely say that yeah so it's like i don't know it's just crazy because it's like like chloe said i feel like if personally, if I was a famous pop star and somebody, some lookalike was out here saying, nah, I'm the real meme, I'm doing this and that, I feel like at some point I would be like, nah, y'all, that's not me. But maybe that's why she was on Mima's room. Like, she was saying up there, like, I'm not doing that, that's not me. So now it makes sense. The, I feel like the person that was in Mima's room was her manager because she even said, I was contacting the janitor dude and he didn't kill her, so like maybe she was journaling everything that the imposter was doing just basically like because you know at a certain point she was like oh there she is like when the rape scene happened there was a but there was a guy too the super fan was on the blog also yeah so maybe he hacked it at some point i don't know <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah maybe he hacked it at some point and was talking trash because he did say that she Mima, was messaging him every single day yeah so but like I said, I just don't really understand it. Like, it's, I just feel like they kind of like, like it's like okay, she went through all this. Boo, she's in an asylum. Then this is random person saying, "Oh no, I am, bro." That's like but, four or five different movies. But like, his fucking movie, like, yeah. His movies make you think though, because Paprika made you think too. Like, wait, what was going on? <laughs> yeah, and that's what I said. I like this movie because it just 
it's not one of those movies you just passively watch. You gotta really pay attention yeah. because. And I get you're saying you don't understand, Chloe, but I feel like if you pay attention, like, all the answers is really there. Like, it's... Com- <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Like, it's confusing, but the reality is it was just literally, like you say, it was five different Mimas. It was the real Mima, imposter Mima, and then imposter Mima was also envisioning another version of Mima. I yeah. I kind of feel like it, this movie made sense, but, like, I just kind of feel like the director kind of was like... I don't really know where I'm going with this. Let me just add another scene. Oh, God. I disagree. No, I don't think that. I don't think that the movie's stupid or anything, but it's just kind of hard to understand because it's just like I said, like, you have have an imaginary person chasing her around the whole fucking town, and she's like, oh, somebody help me, somebody help me. And it's like, if 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 you're actually going through that, Y'all watching this girl get stabbed up with an umbrella and shit, and ain't nobody helping her. And then she just automatically, then the, then the lady dies and kills herself by uh, accidentally stabbing herself with a piece of glass. Not you say it wasn't real. But it, I, I don't know. It's, it's the type of movie that makes you think, like, all that stuff you're saying, but she was running through, and I was like, why nobody's helping her? Because it wasn't real. Like, yeah. even at the end, Rumi wasn't, nobody, everything was just not real. Yeah, she was envisioning Yeah, things. it was just all illusions, like, in her head. Because every time something dramatic would happen, she would just wake up. Exactly. And start the day over again. Yeah. And then she would be like, wait, is this happening to me? And, like, all those people she murdered, she was she was the one that was murdering them. Or the super fan. Yeah, it's like... They were both murdering them. I, <laughs> I like it, though, but it was just weird. I think they both was murdering them, honestly. I feel like the super fan probably... Because he said he murdered some people. Yeah. So I think he murdered one and she murdered one. And then she murdered him. Yeah, this movie has a lot of ways you can think that it goes. That's how... That's a good movie, though. It makes you think. It makes you wonder what's going on. Like, Right. It's a good movie. Definitely good watch. Yeah. I'd give it a nine. Artwork. Uh, yeah. yeah. Creativity. Yeah. I would give it a 9.5 if I'm going to be honest. Because yeah. it genuinely just made you think, like... I'd watch it twice and go, oh, okay, now I kind of see, I feel like I need to watch it again, honestly, just because it was that good and that captivating to the point where, like like Chloe said, you just got to go, wait, what? Huh? What happened? (laughs) Chloe? I give it an eight. I guess I just like movies where I kind of feel like I can figure it it out and kind of know... I don't feel like I I want to watch a movie three times to get it like and that's just what I, I feel like even if I watch this movie a third time I probably still would get it <laughs> like and, and I kind of want to like I like movies that kind of like at least give you a little insight to what the plot is not just leave you in limbo you know and that's kind of where I feel like this movie left me in limbo okay but like I said it was good. I mean, if you feel like that, nobody's saying your yeah. opinion is invalidated. You just, it, it wasn't the type of movie that vibed with you, and that's perfectly fine. Not everybody, like you said, not everybody likes movies that are complicated that you really gotta sit down and go, wait, what's happening here? So, I can respect your opinion. All opinions are welcome on Wasani Pod. Facts. <sighs> Alright, that's it? Yep, that's it. I feel like, if anything, it's definitely a good watch, even if... You know, you don't like movies that get you confused. It's definitely a good watch. It's only an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, and this movie, hit, I can't remember the author's name who wrote the mangas um, or whatever, but he, his movies are supposedly some of the best anime movies out. Like, 
it was he wrote Ghost in the Shell, he wrote Paprika, he wrote Perfect Blue, and he did some more. I think. Don't quote me on that. But if I, my research was correct, so yeah, you guys should check it out. Perfect Blue. Um, you can find it on Amazon or some other websites. I'm not sure, but just Google Perfect Blue. You'll see it. Uh, until next time, guys. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on all platforms: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. And make sure you're following us on wasani.pod. Wasani.pod. Until next week, happy Wasani Wednesday. Bye.